somewhere in the world today. Men have got to stand up strong, take the truth about themselves to understand what went wrong. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. I know we can find a way. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm James Hake in for Jesse Lee Peterson on this last hour of the Jesse Lee Peterson show on Tuesday, Country and Western Tuesday. Jesse Lee will be back tomorrow, guys. So fret not. If the Lord is willing, if the Lord be willing and the creek doesn't rise, he shall be back. Okay? So fret not. Uh, He's fine. <laughs> Don't get in your head, your imaginations. Satan lying to you. I can hear it right now. Um, I am filling in for JLP. The biblical question of the week can be taking your calls on the biblical question. Why are you afraid of negotiating? Why are you afraid of negotiating? It's an amazing question from Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> Uh, I was actually there when he came up with it. <laughs> uh, Trump is a good negotiator, right? Isn't Trump a good negotiator? Decent. You have to uh, negotiate. You can't always get what you want, I suppose. But the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. The uh, the theme for this year, you guys remember the theme brought in church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Want for nothing. Isn't that a nice theme? One of my bi- fa- I was a homegrown Christian, if you don't know. I think anybody who's watched me for like more than an hour knows that I'm a, a homegrown Christian. But uh, one of my favorite Bible verses, and I don't even know the reference. Oh, it's like Psalm 23, probably. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That helped give me a little bit of peace when I was a kid because... I want that toy. But the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. (laughs) Because wanting disrupts your peace. Isn't that true? And then I didn't like how they said, uh, some of the translations said, I shall not be in want. Because being in want is wanting for something which is an actual full-blown need, meaning all your needs are provided. But I kind of like, don't want anything. Like my caller or the caller on the Jason Lee Peterson show, Steve from New Jersey, talking about wanting these opportunities. Maybe he wanted it too much and chasing them. Uh, so, interesting. Shout out to Jesse Lee with the themes for the year. Make sure you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. If you can, you can podcast uh, the, both the Jesse Lee Peterson show, the Fallen State, actually. Did you know that? Audio podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, uh, many other different podcast platforms. By going to uh, going to them and searching those names and Church with Jesse Lee Peterson as well. It's on Substack, but it's also 
put out on all those platforms. I think all of the JLP radio hosts are now on audio podcast, including Joel Friday TV, The Hake Report, and American Anchor Baby. So uh, rebuildingtheman.com slash church for the links to the church with J.C. Lee Peterson podcast, video platforms, and uh, you can catch it live. You can join into the live chat, the snake pit, but be assured that if you're in the snake pit, in the live chat, I call it the snake pit, you may get distracted. Invariably, you will get distracted from what's going on, and you'll get, you're more liable to get impatient with the chicks, as Steve from New Jersey called them, the ladies. Uh, so, whereas if you're paying attention, you will not get annoyed with the ladies who are speaking in church, even if you disagree with uh, women speaking in church and asking questions and conversing and fellowshipping. Uh, some of you guys do. You're going off this past Sunday about uh, women, the chicks, the women, the ladies speaking in church, and some of them were quite relatable, and it was well worth hearing them talk, in my opinion. The uh, the Bible about not letting a woman speak in church notwithstanding. <laughs> uh because maybe it doesn't mean what you think it means, you know? You're misapplying it. Could be. Or maybe we're wrong. We might be wrong. But if you pay attention, you may learn something. Even while the ladies are talking. Even from your enemy talking. You can learn. Even from Hake. You think Hake is weak? But you can still uh, pick something up. Even from, uh, even out of that weakness. So, nice. Uh, I will be getting to your calls, guys. Some of you guys are calling in. There is more than one line open. 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, 1-888-775-3773. It is Country and Western Tuesday, though. Nice. So nice. That means I love the country. <laughs> it means I'm fighting for the country. Bring back, bring back, oh, bring back my country to me. I look at two things globalists and nationalists. I'm somebody that wants to take care of our country. Nice. Right on. Thank you, President Trump, and thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson, and shout out to Hassan for these beautiful, making me nostalgic Country and Western Tuesday intros. Sweet. Yeehaw! Yippee okay! Get along, little doggy! Terrible. <laughs> uh, let's get to some calls here, guys. Sean in Florida is on the line. Sean, thank you for Hi. calling. Hey. Okay. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you? Okay. Nice. Well, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned something, okay, earlier you mentioned some of the Antichrist system, and then you also mentioned some of my immigration. Um, okay. 
with what's going on now with the okay the the migrant um would you say the invasion of the drop off to the American cities yeah um there was something on the YouTube in a council meeting the other um uh night somebody posted and it was a migrant man and he made a comment to a a black um lady in the meeting okay <clears throat> Based upon our, the race relations over here now, there was, this show itself is actually trying to um, fight against that by clearing the mind of what the big picture is. It's, it's really good against bad. Yeah. It's, it's not black against white or white against black. Really, that's not really what it is, but so many people are having an illusion that it, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is the statement that the migrant so the conflict this is what he said which is just a conflict that's called the races and what they've been taught or the opinions or whatever he said to the black lady he said no more money for you he said no no more money for you all no more money for you all and what he meant was he said to the black lady he, he meant that the like the money or whatever in the um system of America is going to the to the black race family all to the black race and of course she responded of course in an angry tone and he he continued to comment that okay that's just a conflict of opinion what people have been given you know what I mean um which keeps race division going on. Um, well, I want to ask you this, because what this program is trying to defeat anyway is that these illusional conflicts that keep race division going on and everybody get on the right foot, you know? Yeah. Well, deportation. I I heard that in the time of transition, as a transition that you as a believer, um, know that in the last days, the transitioning of the system, the governmental system, everything, um, they're going to have a people. They're going to be using certain people that are not, you know, maybe believers, you know, that, that are going to be positioned in the governmental seats in the different, where, wherever they may be seated in the police department, putting uniforms on people easily that Americans would usually have to get a degree to get in that position and government, you know, um, government agencies. That's happening now. I can see it right here in Florida. Different people out of the blue um, being put in the governmental agency and they may not know the laws of the land, you know, like Americans that are born. Okay. Do, do you think that deportation is going to be used as a device, an instrument over the heads of people that are being, uh, you know, like to control them. If, 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 if in the times that we're living in, and, you know, some people may come over with a mindset already and then forget, you know, what they experienced in their homeland, you know what I mean? Same thing that can be experienced anywhere, you know. Do you think deportation is going to be, you know, like, something that is used by the governmental system to hang over people's heads 
Like, if you don't do what I tell you to do, or, you know, even if they don't say it, then deportation is going to be a real risk for you, and it's going to affect how the people who are coming over treat treat anybody. It could be a black person, a white person, or a, a Hispanic person. But how they treat somebody, whether they're wearing a uniform, given a job, given amenities on the land um, that belong to, you know, taxpaying Americans and stuff, um, an American citizen. Do you think deportation is going to be a big device instrument used in the in the transitional stages of this new system they're bringing in? It could it could well be. It kind of already is. I hear. You see yeah. it in you see it in TV shows and movies. Oh, we're going to call immigration on you. Oh, for decades yeah. they've been using that on the uh, people who've come here. Yeah, that's another. I suppose that is another form of control over the uh, so-called migrants who come in here, who may not yeah. necessarily do what the government or the the so-called worldly powers that be want them yeah. to do. So say, because I've known illegals who uh, who woke up and realized racism doesn't exist, and they became right. like conservative people and decent Christian people, I think. Uh, right. And so they, there are you're going to find some decent people in every mm-hmm. area of life, uh, right. the rare ones, you know. And those right. guys could be punished in all kinds of different ways. What makes you ask yeah. this question about deportation? Well, Is it because of well, so many of them are coming over here? Well, yeah, and I, I saw something that kind of made me, it was kind of tickle, it would tickle you. Um, Trump, President Trump, he was doing a, 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 um, a speech where he's doing a conference. He just won a, um, something along the political um, race. Um, and he made a statement, something about when he get, you know, when he gets in office, he's gonna, he's going to start the biggest deport deportation operation. But he said a couple of other things that were kind of, you know, like a little comical, but right, I, I, comical in that you know he's they're not gonna let him in there with him saying that, you know what I mean? But he was saying about keeping the borders safe, yeah, you know, but um, from so many people who are unknown, but just like you said, we know it's some um, um, good people, good people that are in the mix, too, you know, and they probably will, you know, because there's people who have come over here and got, you know, uh, the, the naturalization process. Yeah. They don't like what's happening in the way that it's happening with because with so many people coming in that are not known and that are not, you know what I mean? Right. So it, it's not just Americans, it's, you know, by, by um, born over here. Okay, well, thank you so much. What did you and mean I, by, be, real quick, just to clarify, I have two questions for you. One, uh-huh. what did you, you, you mentioned the Antichrist thing. What did you mean by okay. the, what, how did that relate to your question, Antichrist? Okay, okay now you mentioned earlier, you were just making a comment about the um, Antichrist yeah. um, uh, system or whatever it meant. It just brought to mind that you know what I was going to ask you about um, <clears throat> um, about the deportation control over people who are brought into the American the land the U.S. land and putting different ones in different positions easily you know and that may go to the head 
But um, I, w- I know in the past I've heard some of the things, some of the elements that are going to be used to transition the, not the, well, the United States into the anti-crisis system with its um, commun- like communism type of principles, uh, yeah. socialism. Right. So that's why I was kind of connecting that. Well, when I heard that, that they're gonna, it's going to be different people than it could be people from Japan over here policing. <laughs> I know. It can. And that, yeah. You won't be looking at the local, whether it's your police officer who you thought was against you, but you thought was a white man that was against you when he, when he wasn't. Um, um, but you're going to see somebody from a whole other um, country, homeland, yeah. that's going to be in a police uniform that he, he, may, he won't even know the you know the the role of the man that you grew up with true. And he's not going to be smart, smiling you know that's so true the people don't even the people who are coming in here whether they're Hispanic or black or whatever generally they don't value this First Amendment or the Second Amendment the freedom of speech they think there's such a thing as hate speech and the young people who are born and brainwashed in our so-called education uh-huh. system. They don't believe in Christianity or freedom of speech or freedom of association. They believe in this racism stuff and yeah. hate speech. Uh, so when I heard the man, when I heard Michael man say that the black lady, I said, "Well, you still gonna say that it's the white man again <laughs> against you when it's it's everybody yeah. that can can have even a black looking man can have these um, ideas because he's from." He may be from another homeland, another Yep. Oh, you're breaking up there, Sean. Yeah, I, like I was saying, it could be even a black-looking yeah. um, man um, with the same hair, skin color, and he could have the same mentality um, about, you know, racism dynamics because it's, 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 it is racism in the... You can't tell anybody apart from how they look. It's racism, not racism in the way that, you know, we believed it to be. It's just good and bad. Right. That's the whole bigger picture. But, um, you know, but people, you know, brainwashers just think that it's the white man who gets the blame for everything. Yeah. You know, when it's a bigger, I always knew this because that's what I experienced here. You know, in um, fact, most people most people are violated by their own or, you know, done injustice to or yeah. got their anger from their own family, their yeah, mothers, yeah. whether they realize it or not, their their uh, siblings and fathers and disappointment and all that. It was their own family who did them wrong first before anybody. Right. Yep. Right. So and then you know, taught them the wrong way and they go out and they don't see the bigger picture yeah it is you know it's got to be that's what's got to be adjusted and then it's not the white man take your eye off of the white man but it could be a white looking white looking man right and you're blaming the like a european white man (laughs) when everybody's guilty of this dynamic you know very true so they're ready to, to come together to unify you know but it's one, a lot of, uh-huh. one quick question, side note, uh, Sean. Do you have a bird there at your place? I keep I, on I hearing bird. a cheep or a chirp or a, or a beep or something. Oh, 
Oh, that, that might be the, the, the smoke detector. I, I oh. hear it now. It, it might be. Oh, okay. The, the chip. You hear now? Yeah, the chat was talking about this. Chat was speculating that it was the smoke detector, and I guess they might be right because they keep yeah, on hearing so I, a, chi- a little chirp there. Yeah, but a chat. Let me see. Oh, okay. It, like it, it went off. Yeah. You know, so okay. So you'll be. Um, how is Mister Jesse? He's doing fine, and he'll be back tomorrow. Just okay. out of town for a bit here. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. And um, I know. And then they have the. And you have you do the hate report. Yep. Right after. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for your um your guidance and your perspective on that question. Thank you. Great call. All right. Okay. Y'all have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Country and Western Tuesday. She's so country down in Florida. Nice to hear an old uh old school country woman. Right. Nice. And you guys were right. It was the smoke detector. I had to know. (laughs) Um, It's become a meme. Uh, Okay, so I'd like to talk about how I came to my views on immigration. No, on Trump first. Trump, because I mentioned that. Hopefully I'll get to both of those. You can call in in the meantime, though. I will get to your calls. And I do see more Super Chats coming in, guys. For the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Uh, 888-77-JESSE. 1-888-775-3773. So, I've been working with Jesse Lee Peterson as his producer and then involved with church and bond and all that stuff since 2013, October 2013. Before that, I was uh, coming to church regularly and then i started listening to his show when i could six in the morning get into work an hour or hour and a half early and listen to the show and then as i got going with my things and uh i liked i got back into politics because of jlp i was into jlp and church because of christian stuff but also i realized that he broke it down into simple right and wrong Because with politics, people just get mad at each other. It's just you argue about something that you think, and the other person argues about something that they think, and you get mad at each other over something that you think, and you have no precious little control over what goes on in the world. So it's dumb. It's stupid. So I know a lot of really down-to-earth people who just don't keep up with politics, partly because of that reason partly because they just don't keep up with the news or whatever. They're busy working, and they're also involved in their own lives and selfish pursuits, of course. Uh, Just eating and drinking and being merry, you know? Or getting into different vices, or taking trips, taking vacations, or doing hobbies. But I uh, started to appreciate politics again because he broke it down into just simple right and wrong. And I got into different politicians somewhat, got excited about them somewhat sometimes. Mostly I got excited against them. In the case of Obama, I'm like, I got excited against him. I got kind of like angry or almost panicky. About him. He was like, he's going against the Second Amendment. He's uh, 
pushing lies and evil. People are swallowing up lies. He's pushing the LGBTIQ agenda. So evil. What a sucker. A, a blind leader of the blind. And just malicious toward the Tea Party, who are some of the most decent people from back in the day. The, the boomers, the conservative boomers, who didn't like... First of all, they didn't really like W spending all that money, George W. Bush. And then Obama took that even worse. Spending money like a crazy man for evil things. Obamacare and all that stuff. Birth control. He was subsidizing birth control. And we have a uh, not having babies crisis amongst the whites and the American blacks, honestly. Abortion. He was supporting abortion and subsidizing it overseas and stuff. What an evil guy. And so I got carried away hating him. I got so carried away. I, maybe I shouldn't tell this story. I was listening to Sean Hannity the day after he, after Obama, Obama was reelected. I was not working with, for JLP yet. I was listening to Sean Hannity and I was like, man, I got a speeding ticket. <laughs> Terrible. I didn't even need to be speeding. I was driving to a granite yard to meet a customer at a granite yard so they could pick out their granite countertops color. I had no reason to be speeding. I could have made it. I know I was pushing it. I would have been, you know, probably just on time. But no, I got pulled over. (laughs) Speeding ticket. The day after election day. Because I was all heated listening to angry Sean Hannity about evil Obama winning his re-election. Well, I'm glad Mitt Romney lost. I'm glad he lost. (laughs) Looking back on it, right? Evil Mitt Romney makes me want to spit. I'm not going to get my spittoon because that's for for the Hake report only. But anyway, there were many guys who would come up and say something true and then apologize for it. Rick Santorum said, Rick Santorum was this Christian-y Christian Christian guy who was a Republican running for president. I was never really into him. I could see through it. He's like kind of weak. He's just a weak personality, nicey, nice Christian, you know? But hey, I liked his stances. He's like, I want blacks to be working rather than having welfare. He wanted to cut welfare or something. I want blacks working. Oh, you're racist. You're saying blacks don't work. I didn't say that. I didn't say I want blacks working. I said I went, what he meant was I didn't mean that, but he was back on his heels from the communist mainstream media saying, oh, pre- pretending like, oh, he's racist because he wants blacks working when disproportionately blacks don't work. They're more on welfare. They're more on unemployment and they're, uh, well, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes lazy, trifling. I didn't leave it at that. Grown adults. Ridiculous. Acting acting silly. Silly dude people. And I shake my head about that. And whites know it. We know it. It's not like we don't know it. So we can say it. But Rick Santorum didn't stand on what he said. Let me calm down. And then... uh, there was this guy, Cliven Bundy. Remember Cliven Bundy of the Bundy Ranch down in, uh, out in Nevada? Am I pointing the right direction? Out in Nevada? <laughs> Let me point east. Uh, 
he said something to the effect of, I wonder if blacks were better off under slavery. They were working, they had families. Now they're not working and they don't have families. They're not happy. They're, they're crime out of control. It's a mess. And they're bitter pushing this communist. Well, he didn't say this, but I don't know if he said this. Communist racism mumbo jumbo complaining and blaming whites for nothing. And he had the support up until that point. Because he was standing for his land against BLM, not Black Lives Matter, but the Bureau of Land Management, uh, the feds and this evil guy, Harry Reid at the time was doing these land grabs, taking private land and using it for public use. And he had he had land and there was a land dispute. And so he had his little militia standing for their rights. And these, these conservatives were for him for that. And then he said this thing about the blacks that was true. And these conservative mainstream media people abandoned him. Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity. And I like Glenn Beck and Sean Hannity, but they abandoned him. Cowards. I'll tell you the different story about Trump after the break here. And uh, we'll get to your calls. We're into the last hour of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Guest hosted by Hank. Hang tight. Quick break. Back in a moment. Check out my book, For Rage to Responsibility. I show you how I was able to overcome anger. The spirit of anger was taken away from me. I had it. And as a result of having anger, I was insecure. I had doubt, worry, fear. I was in a fallen state and didn't know it. And it wasn't until I went and forgave my mother who tried to turn me away from my father. I forgave my father for not being there and returned back to him. My spirit connected with his spirit and through him, I was able to return to God. And I have perfect peace. Perfect love cast out anger. And when anger is gone, fear and doubt, worry, insecurity, suicidal thoughts, all of that is gone. And you are free. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. Or if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website at rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. Western Tuesday. So good. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson and Hassan and American Anchor Baby. Helping make country and Western Tuesday happen with the beautiful bumpers. Growing up on the uh, plantation, all JLP got on the radio down there in Alabama was country and Western music. And so we do Country and Western Tuesday. And I like it. 
Uh, Jesse Lee is out. He will be back tomorrow. Okay. Again, if the Lord is willing and the, if the Lord be willing, I think is the proper English. I could be wrong. And the creek doesn't rise. He shall be back. He shall return tomorrow. All right. Um, we will get to your super chats, guys. Appreciate your support for JLP. Again, you can, you can and ought to uh, support Bond, rebuildingtheman.com. Uh, there's no new Fallen State episodes uh, intro, is there, yet? Uh, no, not yet. But the Fallen State happens on Fridays. Uh, catch last week's Fallen State. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Sometimes you may get distracted by the snake pit, the live chat. But uh, check that out. Church with J.C. Lee Peterson, always great. Women's Forum, I keep on saying it because, ladies, you ought to come. Even if you're tired, you're sleepy, you know, the evening comes. I don't feel like going. You will not regret it. You will not regret it. Of course, you know, watch out for your body. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy. A lot of people getting sick. Hague himself got sick. Terrible. But, um... Join us if you can. Join uh, your fellow ladies and Jesse Lee. Rebuildingtheman.com slash events. 1-800-411-BOND. 1-800-411-2663. Uh, and that. We have the Hake Report coming up next, guys. I will be reading your Super Chats from Hake. We have Joel Friday TV coming up, and he's talking love languages. So nice. And, of course, American Anchor, baby. Baby, baby. <laughs> uh, after that. Okay? So you can go to jcleepeterson.com slash show. And, uh, hashtag network. Go down to the network section to see the links to us. Did you know that JC Lee has an all my links? Allmylinks.com slash jcleepeterson. That's cool. So I was talking about Trump, how I uh, came to support Trump, and uh, I was telling you before the break about all these phony, supposedly conservative, supposedly Christian, supposedly men, male politicians, and people in the, people in the, uh, you know, in the public eye apologizing for telling the truth. Apologizing after telling the truth. Getting back up on their heels, falling for the racism, sexism, homophobiaism, mumbo-jumbo stuff. And finally, Trump comes along in June of 2015, and I remember him saying something that I liked back in 2011 during that, when he played like he was maybe going to run for president. I heard that they tried to go after his businesses and he stopped. I don't know if that's true back then. But he told the truth in June of 2015. June 15th or so, 2015, he started his run for president for the 2016 election. And he talked about how we need to build a wall. Mexico is not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. And everybody flipped out. He said all Mexicans are rapists. No, he did not even say Mex- He said Mexico is not sending their best. 
He said, they're rapists, meaning among them are rapists. Duh! You have to be a blind, angry person to think he meant all. It didn't even, if he said some are, I assume, are good people. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he stood on that. Even after companies boycotted him that he used to work with, he lost his, uh, he, ran, he was in charge of Miss Universe. He lost his contract with NBC, or he uh, sold that part of it to NBC or ABC or whatever, whoever owns that, I don't know. Whole bunch of companies went after him, or, or they went after his businesses. The evil communists who hate the truth went after him for it. And he, they went after for him repeatedly. They went after him repeatedly when he t- stood on the truth over the years. I remember, I'll never forget, 2017, with the Charlottesville riot against the whites. It was a riot against the whites. These whites, the, alt, the so-called alt-right, did this unite the right thing. They had a right to be there. They got the permit to be there. You, can, can you believe it? You need a permit nowadays. Okay, it's fair to give uh, fair warning. Hey, I'm going to have this thing here. The city fought against it. The evil ACLU pretended to stand on the side of the Nazis and in court got their right to assemble and speak their mind against the tearing down of the beautiful Confederate monuments, General Lee. In, in Lee Park in Charlottesville, Virginia. The city undermined even that whole thing because Antifa showed up, evil Black Lives Matter showed up, and the local angry black residents who believe in the racism mumbo-jumbo showed up, and the mainstream media too, or lo- independent media anyway, definitely showed up. Independent media told more of the truth of what happened. And then Antifa and Black Lives Matter attacked the whites, Cops did not separate them like they're supposed to separate the parties when there is a protest. Maybe ill-advised to be going to protest. A whole lot of people to this day are suffering over going, using their First Amendment. To this day, they're suffering because of stuff that other people did. You know, somebody died. And that gal died because the guy drove into the crowd. The white guy who was maybe autistic or something, angry, had, had tried to hurt his mother, hated his mother, lived with his mother, grown adult, misfit, mentally ill young man, partly autistic, I think. Antifa was, Antifa Black Lives Matter was hitting his car. He had a Dodge Charger or something. There's footage of them like, I think they even broke out his taillight, not sure. And they uh, attacked his car, so he drove into this alleyway into the crowd, and one lady died. And so they blamed all the whites for all the all the uh, violence when it was predominantly leftist violence against the whites. Trump told the truth about that. He was the only man who told the truth about that, at least on a big stage. There was some independent media admitting the truth, again, and right-wingers admitting the truth. But he told the truth, that it was violence on many sides, and there's very fine people on both sides of this argument about tearing down the monuments. What's next? Uh, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and sure enough, they went after Thomas Jefferson and uh, those other uh, presidents. So he told the truth and he stood on it, despite the endless attacks, pretending that he's racist and siding with Nazis. He disavowed the, na- the white nationalists and white so-called supremacists. 
He's like, I disavow that totally. I condemn that totally. But there were very fine people. There, was, there were normal people. And even the so-called white nationalists are better people than these communists. These vicious, uh, lying communists who are the anti-racists. So right on Trump. And he just, he's not one of these guys who gets all puffed up on his ego about telling the truth and reveling in the excitement. Yeah, there's a whole lot of excitement and stir. It definitely causes a stir, but he doesn't revel in that. doesn't seem to anyway. He doesn't seem to be just saying stuff just to get a rise out of people. He says what he sees. He's just a regular boomer. He's just a regular base liberal boomer based on the truth that he sees as he sees it. So that's what I appreciate about Trump. I appreciate his spirit of truth in him. So that's nice. And I don't see that solidness. And he has humility, too. He listens. Many people have said that he listens. And you can tell. He's like, I can talk with these people. He thinks outside of the box. Especially for a liberal boomer. Hey, New York raised rich. (laughs) So right on to President Trump. I do appreciate JLP's message and warning. Keep a distance. Don't be putting a tattoo of him. (laughs) Shout out to Billy in California in the first hour. Billy in California said he got a tattoo of Trump on his on his calf or something in the back of his leg. (laughs) And he likes to wear shorts so people be quiet about around him. He didn't do it with that intent that people be quiet, but uh, don't get overexcited about him for or against, but watch him with a distance. Because I, I don't watch all of every Trump's every move. I don't think I would if I could, if I had time. I'm not into him like that, but I just look at him. That's an interesting man. I don't see that spirit of independence in these other guys, even Ron DeSantis necessarily it hasn't at least it hasn't really cropped up he's come off as kind of petty kind of uh just saying the right things you know same thing with vivek ramaswamy i appreciate those guys for what they are i do not dislike them well sometimes a little bit (laughs) not desantis though just his supporters because his supporters are nasty sometimes but not all of them but anyway, there's a, uh, and I already knew going into it that I was not going to agree with everything. He's for the exceptions with abortion. He's, uh, he works with people and he has to work with people. So there's going to be stuff that you don't like. And anyway, I don't even, I think the country's over anyway. So, hey, let's just do what we can. Be a light. Don't lose heart. And you don't see him losing heart. He has heart. So that's why I appreciate and support Trump. Doesn't have to do with the, the policies. His, his spirit, that's bigger than the wall, bigger than the uh, deregulation, bigger than the economy that he, brought, that he helped bring back or got, got the government out of the way of, right? It was just his, his spirit of just telling the truth. And a lot of people went overboard with just trying to be like him. No, that's not the way to do it. But there are people who became Christian because of him. Because of the evil overreaction to him. 
against a man just being himself as God made him, you know? (laughs) I don't care about his past. I don't even really care that much about his present. That's his life. These phony people trying to judge the Christians who support him. So in the last uh, 10 minutes or so here, let me tell you why I, what, how I came to my views on immigration. When I first came to Bond in like 2007 or so, I remember I was in church and somebody asked about the illegals, the illegal aliens, right? Oh, and then I will get to your super chats. We'll try to get to your super chats. Jesse's all, the illegals, they need to be all shipped back. I was like, <laughs> whoa. Because prior to that, I had known people who were probably illegals. I don't know for sure. I didn't know at the time for sure that they were illegals. Later I found out, yes. Some of them I knew. Some of them I knew for sure they were illegals. Uh, but I didn't care. I mean, I was like, whatever. So I heard some argument that they're here. Which is not an argument, but they're here. So I guess just let them stay was the implication. Some man said that, right? I heard some woman recount some man saying, they're here. That's my take on the illegals. They're here. Okay. And then to hear them, him say they need to be all shipped back, I was like, whoa, that's so hard line. Maybe he's wrong about that. But I didn't care. I was, I was coming to bond for the spiritual stuff. I could see that he was living the truth. Living the Christian life. You can just tell. And the way he speaks about it with authority. You know, some of the people were baffled that Jesus spoke with authority. And I think that's what Jesus' brothers, the Christians, when they're real Christians, they speak with authority. And it's not fake. It's just because they know what they're talking about and they are living it. So that's, I like that. I appreciate that about JLP. But I'm like, oh, maybe he's wrong about the politics. I don't care. But then I heard on the radio show, Jesse Lee debating this gal who is for the pro-immigration woman. This was, I don't know what year, maybe 2011. I don't know if it was that late. It might have been earlier than that. But he said, is it right that these people are coming here illegally and taking the services, uh, the education, the, the medical services, displacing the blacks, competing with the blacks and fighting with the blacks who are Americans, right? Right or wrong, they rely on these services. Right? They're, they didn't set up their lives to where they are not vulnerable populations because they rely on this government help? Is it right they're coming in here displacing and taking the, our, our stuff and filling jobs that blacks should be filling rather than being on welfare and bums and bumped on a log and stuff like that? <laughs> Criminals. Is it right? Jesse asked that. Some people would call that a loaded question. It's loaded with truth. It's loaded with the reality of what's going on. And she would not answer it if it was right or wrong. When she did not answer yes or no, yes, it's right, no, it's not right, I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, duh. It's not right that they're here. It's not even right for the illegals to be here. It's not right for them. They should go home. They should go home if they're illegals. Generally, and do it. Come back the right way, or not come back at all. Build up their home, their lives where they are. Not be chasing after. That's the wrong kind of opportunity to be chasing after illegally. Go in the right way. Do do things in the right way, the orderly way. No, we have a country that's just doing it wrong. You know, printing all that money, letting the illegals come in, and subsidizing people not working and being subsidizing immorality, encouraging it, celebrating it, taking pride in it, in immorality. Just simple right and wrong. Oh, okay, yeah, the illegals should go back. It's not personal. I know them, but they have to go back. If they have no place to go, somebody, some uh, person asked Trump, what if they have no place to go? Then we'll work with them, but they have to go back. And Trump works with people. He's more reasonable when it comes down to it than, you, than you're thinking. You're getting your imagination. Some people got in their imaginations and thought Trump was a white nationalist. <laughs> no wonder they're disappointed. <laughs> Shout out to the white nationalists. But, uh, yeah, that's why uh, let's, we're the strongest country in the world and we can't enforce our borders. I don't buy it. Hat tip to uh, Joe Arpaio, the based longtime former sheriff of Maricopa County, another man of authority and a Christian, a Catholic. A Christian man whom I respect. And he's older than a boomer. He's like 90-something. And still kicking. At least last I checked. Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Another man who was smeared in the media. And I fell for that smear in the media. He looks fat. He looks ugly. He looks wrong. And then I hear him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I really respect you a lot. And then I hear him talk. And he's just talking plain old common sense. Old school man. He came on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Was like, they're getting pornography on their cell phones. It's, I don't know who he was talking about. Maybe the young people. Old school wisdom. Respect your elders. Anyway, uh, so that's that on immigration. I gotta get to the last super chats here on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Uh, if you want to come in, Nick, you're welcome to. But if not, I got it. Super chat. Dijon Paul about a diamond. <laughs> Dijon Paul says, You look so handsome in your little shirt, Hank. What do you mean, Lil? It might, it might actually be. I'm not going to say what size this is. I'm not sure. Because if I button this second button, it doesn't look quite right. Maybe it looks okay. Uh, but thank you, Dijon Paul. All this time I thought Dijon Paul. Was a man, but that almost looks like a woman's comment. But thank you, Dijon Pa. I appreciate it. Uh, WD41 donated. Oh, I am remiss in not opening the treasure chest. WD41 donated a few diamonds. No message. Thank you. We're opening the treasure chest, guys. Nice. (laughs) Do you know how to do it? Are you able to do the treasure chest, uh, Hassan, there? 
It's the treasure chest. Obama chest. Obama's sunken chest. Redistribution of lemons. We are redistributing lemons on dlive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson. No chest for you. Move, no chest. Move along. <laughs> All right. Uh, th- thank you, WD41, for the diamonds. Eli underscore Ja donated a diamond saying, Make America white again. Nice. Yeah. You're supposed to come in here and love the whites, not hate the whites. Don't hate the whites. Love them. And the whites are supposed to love you, whether you love them or not. You hear that, whites? So love the Jews, too, even if, they, if you don't think they love you. Uh, what's up, Nick? American hey. Anchor, baby. Stan, shout out to Stan69, WD41, GMD Jim, Eli Ja, Dijon Pa, Adult Human Male, and the rest of the supporters, uh, which includes 55555565. <laughs> and the rest of you, thank you for the lemons, ice cream, diamonds, ninjagini, and uh, and uh, whatever you call it, subscription. Did you read these responses from Amazing Asia? I have not. Go for it. Uh, Coffees from Amazing Asia says, Oh, that was so nice of Jesse to let you borrow his polo for the show. You're working harder than a Mexican devil today. So proud of you, Hey, Right on. Thank you, Amazing Asia. <laughs> she does continue on the love language stuff. Okay. Says, I show my love by affirmation, quality time, physical touch, gifts, and acts of service, but I only want two back in return. Oh. Laughing, crying emoji. Interesting. I didn't follow that. Because it was about the love languages earlier, and you were wondering if she... Oh, does she oh yeah, she shows her love by affirmation, quality time, physical touch, gifts, and acts of service. That's all five. But I only want two back in return. Oh, she's so selfless. <laughs> that's not love. <laughs> yeah, that's not love. Amazing. That's not showing love. <laughs> that's showing hate. Chris Red with a coffee says, Trump may be the great white hope, but what do you think about Bobby Kennedy for president? Is that the guy? Is that RFK? <laughs> no, man, I'm not for that. I appreciate him, though. If, if that's who you mean. Paul bought a coffee. Didn't know Jesse... Did uh, Sorry, didn't Jesse know MLK Day was yesterday? Where that man at? <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's taking the day off. Thank yeah, you, Paul. So. Funny. And I think that's... Uh, I guess we could finish off. One last one, Amazing Asia. I'm afraid of negotiating, negotiating because I don't have any confidence. I don't have any confidence because I haven't returned to the father. I haven't returned to the father because I haven't forgiven my mother. And I haven't forgiven my mother because I'm afraid. Interesting. The spirit of fear. God has not given that to you, Amazing Asia. Chris Red did buy a coffee, but you weren't logged in, so you didn't see it. If the Antichrist is a spirit, could that spirit possess AI? Could AI, artificial intelligence, have been the Antichrist's idea all along from the beginning? I don't know, Chris Red. That's quite a theory, man. Interesting. Canadian David says, smoke detector is now a multi-tool. It's now the black detector. (laughs) Well, thank you, guys. This has been the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Hake is coming up next. Then Joel Friday TV. Then American Anchor Baby. Take care. Catch Jesse tomorrow. He'll be back. He should be anyway. Bye.
Stand up, stand up. We got fighting to do. We gotta show him who boss. He put a Viking in you. He put that lightning in you. Igniting the truth. But you beg and blame and lie and hate and never wanna stand for the truth. So what you planning to do? You understand in the mood. You better go talk to your mama. Better stop at the drama. Better drop all the trauma. Boy, you better stand up and up. Put your hand up and hut. Cause if you don't, then we lose. And then we gotta hear the fake news. Whoa. Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and holler, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. I noticed after a while that when these guys overcome their anger, they have amazing ideas about starting a business. But because they've been told that if you don't get a loan from the bank or if you don't have a five-year plan or if you don't do this, and it's just simply not true, it's the first step with faith, then all things are possible. So, But the most important thing is to return to the Father. That yearning that you have, that emptiness, that void, is not for more stuff. It's not for more friends. It is a return to the Father because there's no way you can return to God and be angry at your earthly father. So thank you all so, so much, right? People around the world donated to Bond at rebuildingtheman.com or they call 800-411-2663 and we're still committed to pointing the right way for men and women to return to the Father. 